We are learning Daf Samachay, and we are beginning from the second top line. The Mishnah mentioned that a woman can go out with a wad in her ear, and it protects it protects her because the uh, the wax that drips out uh, will go in there. So the Gemara says Tan has to be that it's tied to the ear. Only then is she allowed to go out with it. If not, we're concerned that um, that it might fall. And she would come to carry it. With Moshe Basandla, she'd go out with something stuck on her sandal for more comfort. Tani again, the same idea. It has to be tied down. Otherwise, she can't go with it because it might fall to the ground and she would come to carry it. She can go out for a wad that, that's there that she makes for when she's bleeding. Uh, to catch the blood. So the Gemara says, Maybe this is true only if it's tied between her thighs. Otherwise, we're concerned it's going to fall and she might come to carry it with that on Shabbos. Rav says, no, it's true even if it's not tied there. Since obviously it's a gross, it's a repulsive thing, she's not going to come to carry it if it does fall and therefore it's okay. Rabbi had a question. He created a question from Rabbi. Also, what if she has a handle? So even though it's repulsive, and that's why we said it's at her, she's allowed to do it even though it's not tied because it might. If it falls, she's not going to come to carry it because it's gross. But if there's a handle, so then she might come to, to, to carry it by the handle, which won't be a gross way of carrying it. So I'm later, Rabbi said, mutter, then, then if she's, she's allowed to. Um, it, it, she's a mutter, even with this type of one, because... It's gross even if you're holding on to the handle. And the Mar says, or also even in a case where there's a handle onto it, she's still allowed to go up with it on Shabbos. Now I just want to mention uh with the Rashi and Tosu says talk about what this case is with a woman who's going out with the with the pad. So according to Rashi says the idea is she doesn't want to get dirty. She doesn't want to make her clothing dirty. But it seems difficult to understand because we learned that anything that's just protecting a person's body, anything is protecting your body, protecting your body or adorning your body, that's bottled to the body. But something that's just protecting somebody's clothing is forbidden to go out with on Shabbos. So let's say, for example, you know, somebody didn't want their, the collar of their, their shirt to get stained. So they want to put like a tissue there to like, when they sweat so that it won't seep into the collar. Such a thing is considered carrying on Shabbos. So why is this any different? So Tosis mentions that the idea is that she's bleeding so heavily that it actually might fall and she'll be embarrassed and she'll be in great discomfort. And there's actually some of these, some of this, that's why that only in such a scenario is she allowed to go out with this pad. We're not just talking about like a small stain, a small little amount of bleeding that might go uh, onto her clothing. Okay, continues the Gemara. Uh, we, we mentioned I'm going back to the ear pad now. So Rabbi Yochanan, Nafik, Rabbi Yochanan, we go to the base measures with the wide in his ear and he, even though he didn't tie it, that's the point of the Gemara, but all of those chaverim, in the base matters, disagree with him. They said what he did was wrong because they held that unless it's tied to the ear, it's not mutter. Says the Gemara, Biyana, enough of the Gemara. So Biyana, we go out with a caramelist with these things. Ludo of Koldar's entire generation argued with him. Well, dramatic point. Everyone argued. So the Gemara says, how, how could Rabbi Yochum do it? If was in a brise, it has to be tied to the ear. So if it's in the brise, so that it's not okay for the wide to be stuck um, into the ear, Unless it's tied, how could Rabbi Yochanan go out with the wad that wasn't tied? So the Moses Lokash, we can answer the question. Hadam had think Rabbi Yochanan's case, it was it was pressed really tight against the ear, so he held that it doesn't require uh, to be tied because it's not going to come out. Hadam had think the Bryce was talking about a case where it wasn't squeezed so tightly. So therefore, if it wasn't tied, then we were concerned that it would fall. Okay, we mentioned that the woman could go out with different things in her mouth. So now we we analyze them. We said the peppercorn or some salt in her mouth. So the Gemara says pilpul the The peppercorn is for for something wrong with um. With her breath, the, the salt is there for something, some, something wrong with her tooth. She can go out with the salt. Says the mission, she can go out with anything placed in the salt. So the Gemara says, "What's this? Anything? What else would the mission be referring to?" It says Angila, so it can be ginger, inamutarzuna, some cinnamon. That the, all these things are good. They're they're they're, they're not considered. Um, 
carrying on Shabbos because since they're there as refua, as for healing, so, they, so it's, it's totally fine. And since they're needed, no one's going to come to remove them and carry them on Shabbos. The Mishnah said, what about the shein dochev shein shalzav, the fake tooth that's gold? So we said that Rebbe Matzah, Rebbe says it's okay to go out with Chamas, and the Chamas says it's no good. So what's going on? So Amar Abzir, the whole case in the Mishnah was gold. So because it's gold, the reason why the Chamas say it's also because, because it's so valuable, the woman's going to say, oh, look at look at this fine gold, and she'll, she'll come to take it off, and it might come to carrying. Amar Shukhasif, it's a tooth that's made of silver, which isn't such you know, a significant thing that people are going to want to see. So everybody agrees it's Matzah. So it's definitely, it's coming out that it's definitely not considered a Matzah. The question is just uh, whether or not whether or not she might come to take it off. So we're saying that the, the Machlokas, the Chachamim, stringent opinion is limited only to uh, only, limited only to gold, but by silver, they would agree that it's okay. Says the Gemara Tanami, Hachi, we learned this way in the Brisa as well. Bishal Kasef, Divriakul Mother. In the case of the, of the tooth that's with silver, everybody agrees that it's Matar Shal In the case of gold, that's where the Machlokas, uh, the Machlokas Tanam is there. Now, even though the Gemara doesn't say uh, black and white, Black and white, the Gemara is assuming why is Rebbe in fact makel? I mean, a gold, a gold item is something that the woman may be encouraged to take off and show her friends, but it must be that no one's going to take out their tooth and show their friend because that's admitting and showing or acknowledging there's something wrong with their, with their teeth, that they're missing a tooth, and it's going to look weird for her when she takes out her tooth that, oh, what is that? Oh, I actually have a, a missing tooth in my mouth. That's why Rebbe is leaning. He says, even though it's a gold item, she's not going to come to take it off. So the Gemara says, Amar Abayi, Rebbe, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shemim, Rebbe Lazar, Kulu, The following Tanam all hold to this principle, that it's something that if it was taken off would cause someone embarrassment, that they're not going to come to carry it and show it, and therefore it's much. Where do we see these opinions? Rebbe al Amin. Rebbe is just is, is what, with what we just read discussed with the golden tooth, that is okay because the woman won't embarrass herself. Rebbe Lazar, the time Rebbe Lazar says in the brides, Rebbe Lazar, Poetry, Bukovelas, Vesolcha, Shopaita, and Rebbe Lazar says it's okay for a woman to go and rob him with the, the spice bundle or the balsam oil, and she's not going to, to, to take it off and show anyone because it's revealing that she has a problem with her, with her body odor. So that's why, that's why he was lenient, um, and we're not concerned that she's going to come to take it off. We see the same, same principle that Tana Klala and Shemun Lazar taught a rule. Anything that's beneath her hat, she's allowed. She's allowed to go. He held like the, the wool cap. He held you. She could carry, which is a rabbin, because she's not going to uncover her hair to embarrass herself. It's only if it's on top of. It's only if it's on top of her hat. Any else something on top that's not you know tied into the hat that she cannot go out with because there she would um she would do that. So the bottom line is we see the same sort of principle that any any item that's beneath the hat is okay. We're not concerned that she's going to take it off and show because it would cause her embarrassment for her hair to be revealed. Okay, continues the Mishnah with more things that a woman can go out with on Shabbos. She go out with a sela that's on the tzitzis. We have to see exactly what's going on. It's a coin. She's going out with a coin. What is this talking about? We'll see in the Gemara. The young girls go out with the threads. I feel the kiss more splinter. She has name in their ear. So it seems that the practice was that they get their ears pierced, but they wouldn't actually wear earrings until later. So how do they make sure that the, that the hole remains? So they would stick things in it, and therefore it's bottled to her body. That's okay. Aravios, the women from Arabia, Yotzim Ulos, they can have certain cloths wrapped around their heads. Yonas Prudos, when you a woman go with, um, they would have like a cloak or something that would, that would have stuck onto it. We're going to see different types of uh, stones and, and, and nuts on it. They can go out with it. The truth is, any person can wear these, these different types of clothing. The Ham just spoke of what was customary around, you know, the prevalent, you know, the prevalent custom in their time. But, but really, it's truth. Once it's a, car, a garment for, for, for a certain culture, then it's a garment for other cultures as well. Continues now. We talk about the you know the the things we mentioned with the the, the madios that they would have different things fastened onto their cloaks. So we now we we different talk we discuss different types of ornaments 
that might be used as um, a fastener. So papyrusal oven, she could fasten with a stone, uglos or not, not there, or even a coin. She's allowed to do such a thing. She can use, she can do this. She's allowed to put the fasten there on Shabbos, um, and it's not a problem. And we don't, we're not choshish that somebody's going to say, oh, she's just fastening it because she wants to carry it somewhere else. A woman's allowed to do that. If Shabbos is long, then it says Mishnah, she doesn't do it on Shabbos. So obviously, the Mishnah is a contradiction from one line to the next. First, it says she's allowed to do it, a lot of fastening there on Shabbos. And then the next line says, but she shouldn't do it on Shabbos. So the Gemara will address that issue. So first, we, we mentioned in the Mishnah of Mars analysis, so we said a woman could go out with a sella, which is a coin, shalatzitis. The Gemara says, my tzitzis. The Gemara says, bas ara. I'm talking about a woman who has a wound and it's on the bottom of her foot. And actually, the coin is helpful to heal, uh, to be good for the wound. So the Gemara says, why is that? Maishna Sela, what's so spe- special about a Sela that makes it good? So Maybe you'll say anything hard actually protects it from something on the road. So you should just have any earthenware, you know, piece of material. Why, why are you looking for a coin? Maybe you're going to say because the... It, there's actually there's some moisture that comes from the silver. So just have any silver plating. Why are you going for a coin? Elam source. Maybe you're going to say it's because there was a, right. The coins used to have an image on them, and 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 it's an interesting idea. But it seems that that in medicine it was believed that the images were good for healing. So if that's what she's going for, lavado pulso. So she should have any ordinary, you know, just like a piece of wood and and and, and make a make a wound on it and and make a make a, make an image on it. Why are you going for a coin? So the Gemara says, It was a combination of all the variables, all three of these points. So you have something that's hard and something that has some moisture and something that has the that has an image in it and all of those variables combined make the cella a good thing for the um for the wound. And again, this is considered protective of her wound and that's why it is bottled to her body. Continue, and, and we're not concerned she's going to take it off because anything that is necessary for the protection of her body, we're not so concerned she's going to take off. Then the girls go out with the threads and this is protecting the, the piercing of their ears. So the Gemara says, Avu Shmuel, the Shmuel's father, he didn't let his daughters go on Shabbos with the threads. Another thing he didn't let, he didn't let them, he did not let these young girls sleep one next to the other. And another thing is that he made mikvos for them in the days of Nisan, meaning instead of going in the river, river can you go in the mikvah, instead of, instead of going in the river, he made them special, you know, bodies of collected rainwater for the Nisan days. But they were going in the river, he would let them go in the river during Tishrei, and then he would just put like some, uh, he would put mats under them just to make sure that the mud of the river didn't cover their feet, which would be a chatzitza. So, so, so he would put mats um, underneath their feet. So the point that the Mar is making is that he did not let them go in the river at all times. In the days of, um, of Nisan, he was mocked that they go in just a regular mikvah, and he only let them go at other times in the river. And we'll see the Gemara will analyze the significance of this point. So first, we, how we got into this, the first of the three rulings. So he didn't let his daughters go out with the threads. So the Gemara says, why? Our mission said, and the young girls could go out with threads in their ears. So why is Shmuel's father not letting them? So the Gemara says, the, the threads that they wore were very colored, specific ones. So that's, you know, they might, they might come to show them off and take them off. So that's why, and then come to carry them. So that's why he didn't let them. He didn't let them sleep next to each other. If women rub themselves or private parts against each other um, as a, as a, for, for pleasure, they're treated like zonas. Uh, they're treated like as if like they're doing um, an active B on some level. And therefore, 
uh, he didn't. The, the, Shmuel's father didn't. Didn't. That was why he didn't let them sleep next to each other. He didn't want them to do that. So you must agree to what Rav Huna said that such a thing for two women is forbidden. So the Gemara says no. He just didn't want them to get to, to get to get used to it of lying against the body of somebody else because that would uh, encourage desire in them to, to to want to want a man and they were still young at that time. So he didn't want that and that's why he didn't have his daughter sleep right next to each other. And now the third ruling and perhaps maybe we should just introduce by way of introduction to understand the next. There's two different types of bodies of water that can be kosher for a mikvah. A person can go in something called a mayon or a mikvah. What's the difference between a mayon and a mikvah? So a mayon is a um, natural spring water and a, and, a, and a mikvah is gathered water. So there's two different forms. So if you have like a, 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 an ocean, you know, a river, which is natural spring water, so that, that, that can be a kosher form as a mikvah. Or you can have collected Collected in a pit, like collected rainwater. Both are two options. You can have a mikvah or a mayan. However, there's a very important distinction. A mikvah, the rainwater's only work is only effective as a, to me matar if it's still water. If it's removing, if it's movement in the water, then it doesn't work. However, a mayan, like the ocean or the river, is able to be matar even bezochlin, even when it is moving. That's the general introduction. So, if a woman wants to go to the mikvah in the in in, in the ocean, of course that's fine, right? Of course, you've got tons and tons of um, of natural spring water that's good to go. But when he's going in the river here, the rivers are a little bit complicated. Why is that? Says the Gemara, because. Because during the days of Nisan, he was mocked with that they went in the mikvah and not in the river. Because of what Rav said, Mitra by my Rava, if rain rains a lot in Israel, saw the Rav Pras. The river in Bavel is, is, is testimony to it. Why? Because there are so much rainwater that, that, that falls into the river. So if it, when it rains in Eretz Israel, the Euphrates River also gets, uh, gets loaded up with rainwater. So here's the problem. The Father Shmuel was concerned that maybe there's going to be more rainwater in the river. There's going to be so much rainwater over all the rainy season that there's going to be more rainwater than the, than the natural river water. Now, if most of it will be rainwater, so there's a concept of bitl, nullification. If most of it is rainwater, it's considered rainwater. And we know that rainwater is not metallic unless it's still and if it's flowing it's not going to work flowing rainwater does not is not is not effective for the mikvah so therefore at the end of the rainy season Avu Shmuel was makbid to make them little mikvahs of of still rain of still rainwater collected in a pit and only then only then was he did he let them go to the mikvah, but he would not let them go in the river. However, the Gemara says, "Well, please Shmuel." This practice, what Shmuel said, Shmuel's father actually disagrees with something Shmuel said. Damar Shmuel, Shmuel said, "Narmi keep him as barach." Let a river is increased from its own source, I meaning not from rainwater. So, if you see it, you know it goes up a lot, and you're saying, "Oh, maybe it's, now there's more rainwater." You never have such concern because you always can assume that the natural source, the natural source of the water, the spring, is replenishing itself, and there will never have a river that's going to be rove of it be rainwater, and therefore. They could have gone in the river even after the rainy season. The Gemara says, "Please, day, day The truth is, what Shmuel said actually disputes something he said, he himself said somewhere else. Darmar Shmuel ain't a ma'imatar that you cannot go in a flowing water. El Pras, we Tishrei Vod, except the Euphrates River during Tishrei. Tishrei is very small amount of rainwater because it's after the whole sunny season, summer season. That's when we let you go in the river. But otherwise, we don't let you go in the river. You have to be really confident that it's not rover rainwater because again, rainwater is not metar when it is flowing. So actually, it's a contradiction between two things that Shmuel himself here has um, has said.
Okay, now we go back to the Mishnah Papyrus al Evan. We say that the woman's allowed to put uh, on the cloak. We got into this, there's this type of cloak for the median women, and they have like a, a stone that, that's fastened on it. So we say that a woman can go out, she, she, she can go out with it, and she can even fasten on the cloak, the stone on Shabbos. But then you say, but she can't do it on Shabbos. So first you say you can, then you say you can't. What's going on? So I'm Rabbi, safe and awesome on the Matbeah. And the Seifa says that you can, it's only talking about using a coin. A coin you're not allowed to do because a coin is muksa. So if a coin is muksa, so then you're not allowed to do it on Shabbos. You have to put it in before Shabbos. That designates it as a usage, as like as as this fastener. But uh, but uh, the other materials, the nut, uh, the nut would be able to be done to be done before. What about a stone? A stone is also not, you're not, not usually mucks up, but a stone you could maybe just designate verbally, but and it, and it wouldn't be mucks up right? Where, as long as you did that before Shabbos. But a coin, you actually, it's such a significant item in order to remove, to remove the mucks status, it actually would have to be fastened before Shabbos. And now the Gemara has a question. A woman, can she do harama? Can she trick around? Can she play games? So she has her son out in the street. She wants to get him a nut. And she can't carry it to her son. So what does she want to do? So she wants to put on the cloak and fasten the nut onto the cloak, which was a normal thing. But her purpose, she doesn't really want to fasten it. She's just going to go to the street and when in the street, she'll take it off and give it to the kid. So is she allowed to do that? And the Gemara's question is about harum. Harum means you're doing something that technically by the letter of law is okay, but you're just doing it like playing games over here. So she's not really trying to put on this putting on the nut to fasten on her cloak. Really, she's just trying to transport the nut. So is that okay or is that not? So the Gemara says, You could clear this question according to the Tana who says in another case that you're allowed to do you're allowed to play games. You're allowed to do Aramana. You could clear it according to opinion. You're not allowed to do it. So what is the case that we're talking about? So we're talking about where the fi- a fire breaks out on Shabbos. This is in the 16th parrot coming up. A fire breaks out on Shabbos. And the rabbis say that the halacha is that when a fire breaks out on Shabbos, you're not allowed to save too much. Because if you save too much, you might come to be, you know, overcome with all the... The, the, the nervousness and the anxiety of trying to save all your stuff and you would come to to put out the fire directly on Shabbos. So the rabbis say you're only allowed to save like basic clothing you're wearing and basic food you need for Shabbos, but not, and Sifri Torah, obviously, Sifri Kodesh, but not necessarily all of your assets. So the question is, could I load up like 18 layers of clothing and go down like that? Is that okay or not? So it's Machlok Tano because that's Arama. I'm not really... Um, I'm not really, even if I'm wearing all those layers of clothing, I'm not, I'm going to go out like that. It's not really the way I want to, you know, I want to dress. I'm just doing it in order to save the stuff. So it's machlok, it's I'm there. If you're allowed to do that, you're not allowed to do that. So you would think that our question should be the same as that question is over there. Just as over there is machlok, it's If you could wear something in a really weird way, you know, 18 layers of clothing just because, oh, I'm wearing it. So now I'm allowed to carry it out. Um, and that's machlokas hanam. So, so to our case, if you want to fasten the nut onto the cloak to get the nut out to the kid in the street, that's machlokas of aroma. It should be the same thing. But the Gemara is saying no. You could say, according to the opinion, you're allowed to do it there by the fire. You could still clear over here because Hasamu in that case, if we're not matter him to wear his clothing, you know what he's going to come to do? He's actually going to put out the fire itself because he doesn't want to lose so much stuff. It's a fine line. If we if we don't let him save and he really wants to save, so then he's going to get so so frustrated that he might come out to put out the fire. So therefore the rabbis were leaning and they allowed a harama type of wearing, that's okay. But in a regular case here, taking the nut for the kid. It's not so it's such a crazy situation that if we don't let her do it, she's going to, she's going to carry it out. It's not so important that the kid gets the nut. So therefore, even according to the Tana there, that's makel to let her wear, to let the person wear so many layers of clothing, they may not necessarily be makel to put the nut onto the cloak. 
Even according to the town over there that says you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to play out games and wear out eighteen layers of clothing. Maybe I'll say there wearing many many amounts of, of, of clothing is, is is a normal way of caring. When would a person ever wear eighteen layers of clothing? So Rashi says, let's say a person is in the garment industry and they sell things. So sometimes then they carry them from place to place instead of carrying in their hands, they'll just wear eighteen layers. So the way that the person is transporting it is actually somewhat normal. So this could theoretically lead to a person um, carrying something uh, 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 in, in, in not a kosher way. Because since carrying all these, all these extra garments is a normal way of, of carrying, so the rabbis asserted, um, the rabbis asserted harama in a normal way of carrying. But in our case, it's Islam. It's not a normal way of moving of moving a nut. Normally, when you carry a nut, you move it in your hand. So Islam, it's not a normal way. So I would say, of course, it's mutter to do haram because at worst, even even the carrying itself is being done in a weird way. So therefore, I would say that even the town who's not matter haram over there, maybe he's only not matter haram because the way that you're doing it is in a very normal method of otzah. So if you're just playing games, we don't let you. Whereas here, where the method of otzah is not a normal method of otzah to begin with, maybe. We can be more lenient, and the Gemara says, "Take it." We don't know the answer to the question if the woman is allowed to be marim and fasten the fasten the nut onto onto the cloak just in order to get it out to her kid in Rishus Harabim.